enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast, episode 16, The Age of Ultron. I am your host, Daniel. And on this episode, we discuss Avengers Age of Ultron in detail with spoilers. Just throwing that out there. Joining me on this panel from the Temple of Geek are David, Laura, Marcus, Paul, and Vince. Welcome all. Woo! Hey. Hi. And there's Creeper Hey. Face. Hello. So, Age of Ultron. Awesome. Age of Ultron. I'm going to assume that all of y'all have seen it. Twice. Multiple times. <laughs> Twice, multiple times. Vince is like five times today. Yep, pretty much. All right, what is the uh, what's the, the the thought of the film? How does everyone feel about it? Awesome, really good. I like the the route they went with it. I like everything they did. There was nothing I didn't like about that movie. Nothing at all. Uh, I mean, uh, now I'm in a corner. Uh, <laughs> no, I loved it actually. I I can't. I don't like. I mean, I'm sure you guys will point out something, and I'll be like, you know what? I fucking hate that. You're right. Yeah, well, I'm going to be the odd man out. I, I still didn't like the fact that I enjoyed the movie. I still didn't like the fact that credit of Ultron went to Stark. Did not like that at all. Uh, I'll tell you what I didn't like. John Cena wasn't in the movie. <laughs> 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 da, da, da. So wait, is it, is, who is it well, that created Ultron? Is it Ant-Man? Yeah, Tank Pam. Okay. That's what I thought. But didn't he work with Bruce Banner to create it? So it was kind of, or what, did he not? Well, I don't know. I mean, Slade, didn't you say that there was a there was a rumor that there was like 40, 45 minutes worth of film cut out from this because theaters didn't want to support a three-hour movie because of revenue? Yeah, so now they're what I was reading, themselves for that, I bet. What I was reading was that this movie was originally supposed to be about three and a half hours long, and they cut a, approximately an hour's worth of film out. Wow. Um, so there's going to be a... When this gets a home release, there will be a uh, a uh, director's cut that will have the additional scenes added back. I don't know if they're going to do all of them, but we will see a majority of the, de- the deleted scenes. I read somewhere that there's supposed to, there was like a huge Hulk scene that got cut out of it towards the the final battle. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> if they built the whole final battle around this scene, and then they chopped it up and made something different. What we got basically. I will say this, though, Slade. This Hulk, like, his look was, like, 100% better than Avengers 1 Hulk. This Hulk did not look like the ape that he was in Avengers. I mean, he actually looked like comic book Hulk. I didn't see Lou Ferrigno's face in there. Did he, uh, did he talk enough for you? No, apparently he still has a speech impairment. I don't know what the hell's up with oh my that. my God. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about the story. Um, let's start with pretty much the build-up to the movie. This was the ending of Phase 2. Uh, phase 2 consisted of Iron Man 3, Thor 2, Captain America 2, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, about those films, do you, do you feel that they they led into this movie properly, or did you think did you feel that this movie was kind of a standoffish, not really, didn't really tie in with those movies that led up to this? I feel like it didn't tie in that much to those. I would have liked... Okay, so I, I did find something I hated about the movie. I would have liked to see <laughs> um, Pepper in the movie. Miss Pop. Where was she? Like, they had... The whole ending of Iron Man 3 was all her. She was supplemented with Rhodey. Yeah. And that it, was his, it was his turn to be in the Avengers movie. 
And I thought they covered that pretty well because they had that whole banter about her and Jane, the little competition between uh, Tony and Thor. Well, because they had to, they had to like shed light on the, the fact that those characters are still in the universe. Yeah. But I mean, I wish that they had incorporated them a little bit. Besides just talking about them, I mean, yeah, they mentioned them. You know, like like when they when they were incorporating the other movies, like in specific with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they could have went a little bit better route than the whole hot tub scene with Thor, you know, like getting hot and bothered, like looking at the jewels and everything, and not saying his jewels, but the soul gems. But, yeah. Well, that, that scene was cut short, too. Like, they're supposed to be... Su- so. Well, no, because honestly, there's supposed to be, like, two different scenes with that, like, the the one where he's talking to uh, 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 Idris Elba, and Heimdall. you know, yeah, Heimdall. And then there, the scene that was cut was the one that was to feature Tom Hiddleston as Loki. And when he's talking to him, uh, Asgard is burning. Okay. So that whole part was was cut out. <clears throat> yeah. So there's there was definitely a lot cut from the film. Um, one of the other things we I don't know if we discussed it on an episode or if we just kind of talked about it in passing, but we discussed the possibility of Greyhawk being in the film. Um, there was mention that Greyhawk was supposed to be in the film, but they decided to go ahead and revert him back to green because they didn't want to cheapen cheapen the character by making um, Hulk become gray due to the fact that he was possessed. Um, they wanted Banner to actually take control of the Hulk. So there was different things like that that took place. Well, that and they, they couldn't, you know, put in that hide the zucchini gem that they did if he was gray. <laughs> <laughs> I just saying, so, how would that have worked? <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> I sorry, just don't know. Too many crickets. Yeah, I was trying to think. I'm sorry. So here. yeah, they didn't put the gray Hulk in. I mean, I I like that they left him green. I like that they did introduce the fact that you know Banner is more in control. I I liked the whole lullaby thing. It kind of gave it a softer side. I wish they explained that a little bit more in the actual movie than just saying, oh, surprise, we need a lullaby. You know? I'm telling you, man, Hulk stole the show. All the CG guys, I mean, I know Vision wasn't CG, but all this, all, you know, Ultron, Hulk, and Vision, yeah, those guys stole the show. Everybody yeah. else was just like, you know, means, means, means to an end. I like Ultron. You did not like Ultron? Like what? No, did not like his I look? or No, look was all right. I, I just, I didn't like the personality. I didn't like how okay, he was. He was too human. Yes, very yeah. sassy. That that is something else I did not like. Well, yeah, well, he was very human. This is this is what I understand about that though. He's based off of the personality of Tony Stark. Right. Yes. And I I get that. I understand that. But me growing up with Ultron, the character Ultron is supposed to be like pretty much emotionless, uh just completely robotic and Sinister and scary, and that's what I wanted. And but, that's I mean, and that's why I'm saying that's the reason why I did not like Ultron because they based it off of off of Stark's personality. You even saw how that he was doing the jokes like right. Stark would, and I I just didn't like that for the, for that reason, Vince. Because yeah, he's supposed to be this menacing, non BS, you know robot that just wants pure destruction or pure control of the world. Well, let, let, me, let me let me stop you right there and ask you this. Um, 
the trailers leading up to this was really dark, was really... Yes. It gave a really a menacing feel yes. to the character. Do you felt the trailers lived up to that? No, they did not. Oh. Do you think it's if they took the consumer out of him that he would have? If they what? Yeah, I, if, if there was too much Tony Stark in it. If they would have cut it down a little bit, I, pro- I would have been okay. But it was just like every time he was on screen, it was just it was just his 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 body language and the way he talked and just his 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 humor. Like there, it's it wasn't how I originally thought Ultron was going to be. Because here here here's the other thing. Remember Slade, like when when the original. Um, when the original um, um, synopsis, like the rumor was out that uh, Jarvis was going rogue, and that's how Ultron came about, and everybody was like, ah, la, 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 la. And then it, things kind of calmed down when the, the official synopsis came out where it says, Tony Stark awakens a dormant program that, you know, unleashes hell on Earth. So they basically gave credit back to the, to the original, the rightful creator, Hank Pym, but then in the movie, it's exactly what everybody was not hoping it to be, and that's Stark becoming the father of Ultron. Yeah, I don't know, well, man. It, it just they they never when they they said it was a dormant program, they never said it was Hank Pym. They just said it was a dormant program. Right. In we, the movie, they they it. said that it was a dormant program that basically him and Bruce Banner worked on that they gave up on because they couldn't perfect the AI. So that was the dormant. I'm doing the air quotes here. The dormant program. Um, so we we kind of led ourselves to getting mis, misled in that statement, if, if that makes any sense. Well, then they shouldn't, they shouldn't say it that way, then, dormant. They should just say well, shelf I mean, like, program. I, I got over the fact that it wasn't Pym, the one who created Ultron. Right? I mean, they worked it into the story it, really well for Tony. So I, I, I got over that. It's just the whole... Because in the comic, originally, Ultron is like... How they showed in the movie, Ultron is based off of part of Pym's uh, uh, personality. Brain patterns. Yeah. So, I mean, it, they reflected that in the movie, but it was to Tony, and, like, it, they just made him really sassy. So, Well, one thing's for sure. I'm glad that they, when they introduced Ultron, he didn't start off as, like, the giant dildo that he did in the comic <laughs> books. I mean... <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember, in the, the comic books, he kind of looked like a giant freaking pillar of thing with eyeballs so wow <laughs> so, like the um, what's that then? <laughs> nothing uh, I, I actually that, that's something to actually to sort of talk about because um, <laughs> whenever he first shows up and he walks out and starts talking to all of them he's in like that beat up um, suit or whatever but he's controlling the nice looking suits <laughs> so in my head as I watched this go on I was like why did he just walk out in one of the nice suits like See, for me, that was a monster type of thing. But, I mean, I, I, I definitely understood that they were, you know, trying to give the impression that he's going to be working himself up. Devolving. To, yeah. What, well, David, what did you think of the story? Did you, did, you think the, did, you, did you think it was a good story? Like, did it, did, it, did it have any big major plot holes, anything left out that they should have maybe put it back into the film? Anything that maybe... Yeah, there was one Maybe thing ruin the story. for me that was totally there in the uh, in the first Avengers, and that was uh, the voice of the people. You know, at the end of the Avengers, where they have like interviews with people that they're talking about. Who are these people? Where do they come from? Who do they answer to? If we had had more of that, especially like when the Hulk 
was after the Hulk tore up the city and had the fight with with Tony, and they're all calling themselves monsters. And Maria Hill tells them, you know, the the press is loving them, and that's probably it. Nobody else does. If we had seen more of that from the people and really shown like all the Avengers were becoming hated by everyone, I think that would have been even better. Would have would have been a nice build up. Yeah. And I'm sure it's in the the hour that they cut. So it'll probably be in the director's cut. And you guys will be like, awesome! Needed that. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you we got a little bit of it when after the, the big Hulk fight where Tony's talking to Maria Hill and she's like, man, the press loves y'all, but everybody else doesn't. So, I mean, there there's that little bit. And then... <clears throat> there's like, like a of Iron Man up on the wall, too, and they've got... Right, and Sokovia. Yeah, the, all the people there obviously hate him. So I guess there is that peppered in there. I just wish it was more prominent. Pepper. Well, I <laughs> think that, that Ultron himself kind of speaks for the people when he's like, you know, trying to go through and and get rid of Tony Stark. He 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 thinks that he's speaking for the people. Obviously, he's a little delusional, and destroying the world is not speaking for the people. But uh, <laughs> you know, I think maybe they were trying to go that route to try to show his somewhat humanity before he distorted it and became, you know, meteor crazy. Me, that didn't come across until you just said that. That's a good point. Hmm. 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 Well, I mean, like, he, he had the intention of destroying humanity, like, as soon as he was created, because he, he already felt like everything was wrong. So I, I don't know if, it, if he had good intentions in the beginning. I'm, I doubt it, because... I don't know, man. The way he looks at the twins, I think he had the idea of, yeah, I mean, they needed, humanity needed to evolve into something maybe more like them, you know, some inhumanness. But, like, I think that he had some good intentions to begin with before he started, you know, I'm sure he searched the web when he was jumping from place to place all over the Internet and was like, what the hell? Yeah, we need to get rid of this, you know? There yeah, was like five seconds after he was created. <laughs> there was there was one more thing, and 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 I and I meant to ask you guys this, you know, uh, you know, on a sidebar. Uh, but did anybody feel like there were a lot of forced jokes in this movie? Like they were trying to get you to laugh at stuff, like the anal joke that Hawkeye fell into. <laughs> <laughs> that was one. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, like I said, there, were, there was like a lot of forced jokes for me. Like, I don't know. There was like something missing out of this movie. I, again, I like the movie, but it was just something missing out of this movie. And I just, I don't know. It didn't have the same polish that the first one did. Exactly. Because the first one, it was just like they all came together. They, they all had their, they all had their time leading up to the big event. And this one, it was kind of like someone was trying to outshine the other because there was a new bully in town. So who's gonna who's gonna take him on better than me? All while we're having like these like little side stories. Well, uh, that was the beauty of it, though, because they had Scarlet Witch in their heads. So all of them kind of were having their own crisis. They weren't together as a team. They they each were living in their own nightmare. And, that's and then the whole world hated them to to. to you know, top off that iceberg. I, I think that's really going to set it up for Civil War with all this dissent that they're starting to build up in this one. And, I mean, maybe that's, you know, it's off-putting now, but it'll make sense later on. It's possible. I mean, they're Marvel. They mm-hmm. always do that awesome yeah. twist thing. And Joss Whedon's like a master of the game changer. He but is this his last Well, time? this was his last yeah. thing. Yeah, he's not back for Infinity War. 
Yeah. It's uh, the brothers that directed uh, Winter Soldier are going to direct the Russos. Yeah. Correct. Like, the most that Joss is going to be involved in is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which is awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I felt like, because, see, I, um, Paul and I, we watched the movie before that episode of Agents came out, so there were a lot of unanswered questions leading up into that episode, and that episode answered a few for me, but there was one big question that still lingers, and that is, why is Tony Stark still Iron Man? At the end <laughs> yeah. of Iron Man 3, he gave all that up. I wasn't expecting to see him back, yeah. So that's pretty much the biggest plot hole that they have right now. Although I will say, uh, right at the beginning when they're doing the the raid to get Loki's staff of power, I forget what it's called, uh, he's in the Iron Man suit for like two minutes and then hops out of it, puts it in sentry mode. doesn't matter, you're in the middle of a raid, just hop out of the suit and go look for your secret door. <laughs> I would keep at least but still, I mean, like, you, you look... Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying I keep at least the repulsor on my hand. Oh, yeah. For real, something to arm yourself. Yeah. Well, but let, I mean, let me let ask you all about that. So, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, basically, there was there was an episode that came up before the movie that kind of explained the beginning of the Avengers. Do you think people should have watched that episode before seeing the Avengers because it just kind of came out of nowhere what they were doing? I think it was yes. incentive to make people watch the show, for sure. It was like, oh, this show's coming to an end and you're missing it. And so everybody who isn't watching it, when they saw the movie, they probably went online and saw all kinds of people posting about how awesome that episode led into the movie, and they're like, oh shit, I'm missing something, I need to start watching the show. That was me, because I hadn't really watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. until then, and then all everybody, I know, I know, but everyone, <laughs> they knew what that was, and I had to go and look it up afterwards. And I wish I had, I wish I had watched it beforehand. So for those of you who watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the episode that came after Avengers, do you think that kind of cheapened the movie when they were just like all sitting around going, well, the events of uh, uh, Sokovia, da-da-da-da-da. I mean, it was just like... Yeah, we've had it was a, like a, week had a later long week. Just, I'm like, what did y'all do during that week? Just nothing? <laughs> just kind of sat around the base. Yeah. Are y'all oh, watching? I haven't seen that so, well, let's let's talk a little bit about basically the story. So, the, the story starts off with the Avengers raiding a Hydra base, um, and they're going after the staff, like David pointed out, and they're 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 taking on Baron uh, von Strucker. Strucker um, surrender. <laughs> I, I I feel that that character was very very underutilized. Yeah. Um, well, because he's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. character. Well, they just mentioned oh. him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but they never actually showed him. Yeah, but they've been Agents talking about him all season. But they also, inter- you know, they kind of gave you the tease of him at the end of uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier, so you're like, oh, man, this is going to be like the big baddie, and then all of a sudden he just He's in for, he's in for two minutes. He got punked out and then killed by Ultron. Yeah, it totally <laughs> pissed me off that, like, okay, at the end of Captain America Winter Soldier, when they showed Strucker... Like, a lot of people were asking me, who is this guy? Who is this guy? I'm like, dude, that's Baron Von Strucker. He's probably, like, one of the baddest villains in in freaking Hydra and blah, blah, blah. And he's got the, the, the magic hand and all this other stuff. And then I see Age of Ultron, and he lasts, like, six minutes. I, I was pissed. I was highly pissed. I like that they <laughs> threw in Binksy. Created a Binksy. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> well... Let me ask you this. In the comics, he was all scarred up and he got that magic hand and stuff. Do you think maybe he's not dead? And oh, no, he's the... dead. He's I don't dead. think he'll come back from that. He, he, I mean, is, I mean, he, only he had a is Harvey Dent dead. 
Like, there's only one person who we kind of question if they're dead or not. But we'll get into that later. Yeah. 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 But still, they completely wasted Strucker, and it it irritates the hell out of me because he was a good, good villain. Like they could have totally used him to tie him with like Red Skull and how how to bring him back and uh, it just irritates me. <laughs> I'm about so to after they out. recover the staff, they they go back to the Avengers Mansion where they have a party. And in this party scene, we basically start seeing we start learning a couple of the little side stories that are going on. We find out that the Falcons hunting down um, Bucky Barnes for Captain America. We we see the feud between. Um, um, Iron Man and uh, um, Thor about their girlfriends, whose girlfriend was better. Um, then we start seeing that there is a a love interest with these um, Black Widow and Bruce Banner. Hated it. Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> because they needed to, they needed to make her a little bit more useful. Yeah, I mean, they they had to. They're not going to do a spinoff. Um, you know, her own movie, so they had to add some plot to keep those, you know, for lack of it, chicks that are like, oh, we got to have this movie, because I'm not one of those chicks, by the way. But, <laughs> you know, like, they, they had to have something, you know, to, to keep the interest of the chicks that all the guys are bringing to see this movie with. They had <laughs> to have that. It would have been, so, been so funny if, like, when she, when she held her hand out, Hulk would have went, bitty. <laughs> what were you saying, David? Uh, even if it was a forced romance, it still gave both characters something to do. And even, I mean, you can say, you know, it's for Black Widow that she wouldn't have much to do, but Hulk wouldn't have much to do, but but smash otherwise. That would like, be awesome. He was, but he <laughs> didn't want to I, I think it brought Bruce's human side out a little bit more, and I like that just from a writing point of view. Yeah, I really like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Yeah, I, I really do. Too. I have, I, think I, have I have come to like him as well, especially after this like, movie. Even with his interactions with Tony and like you know the whole uh, science bros thing, he he really plays it off. Like when it when they were when Tony was showing him like the difference between Jarvis and the 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 mind gem AI, like he, he, you can really feel that he was intrigued by the 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 advancement of. Like the technology, like I just really feel like he is completely like in 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 uh, what's the word? I'm not not indulged. He's in that um, as uh, being Bruce Banner. Yeah, so good, so so good. <laughs> now this uh, this party scene, we're we're leaving out uh, one of a really great cameo by Mr. Stan Lee. I was just I getting love ready that. to bring that up. So I love that cameo. I, and, and the line he puts. So there's been several cameos that I've really enjoyed. You know, like, so far my favorite one was always the one from the first Amazing Spider-Man movie where, like, he's cleaning or doing whatever, and then their Lizard and Spider-Man are fighting in the background. But then I saw this one, and I'm like, okay, I think this is now my new number one. Oh, he's okay, he's sure. drinking the liquor with the, the gods, basically, and he's, oh. like, getting carried out of the freaking out, the, out of the party, and he's like, Excelsior! <laughs> so I've got I love that they had a whole bunch of, like, veterans there for the party. Like, that kind of... I mean, growing up military, that that hit home for me. I liked that they included that into the party. Well, I mean, yeah. like a lot of them are Cap's friends. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> a lot of them are from World War Two, so they're Cap's yeah. But I buddies. love that they did that. That was awesome. So here's my theory: Stanley has been in every Marvel movie, right? Has had a cameo in all of them. 
Almost. The Watcher. Almost. He's the Watcher. I was gonna say he's the he's the Watcher. <laughs> I always just... said I always said like like you know like like Daniel you were saying like that scene is like your your favorite scene uh, or you know like next to the Amazing Spider Man one. I always said like on the first Avengers like when when Stark comes out like on the bridge and he's like. That man's playing Gallica and all that stuff, and then when it goes into that, I always said like like that would have been great if that was Stan Lee. Like when they turn around, he starts playing Gallica. <laughs> but sadly, he got his he got his redemption in this one. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was a great cameo. After that cameo scene, we see um, the test. Yeah, the, the the test of basically who can lift Thor's hammer. So we see cockstrong Hawkeye go over there and tries to grab it, and he he can't lift he can't lift it. <laughs> I love that's the, the definition you used to describe it. <laughs> then we see uh, Iron Man and Rhodey trying to lift the thing up. Best bro moment in the whole movie. <laughs> Come on, man, represent. <laughs> <laughs> pull on him, pull on. Then we see Captain America lift it, and while he's lifting it, the thing nudges, and I mean, Thor's reaction to that, <laughs> that was, was great. Was priceless. That was great. That was, best. Yeah. That was great. That was great. So. Um, but Thor's face was even priceless, more priceless when someone else yes. does it. Later. Yeah. So when they offered it to uh, Romanoff, she decides to decline. Um, now, people are saying that that's kind of an Easter egg nod to the comics. There was a what-if comic book of, uh, during Age of Ultron. Is that right, Vince? It's an Age of Ultron what-if comic book uh, where she lifts Thor's hammer and becomes uh, a female version of Thor? No, I thought it was before that. I didn't even think it was a what-if comic. I thought she, like, legitly did it. I have to, I have to go back and look. <clears throat> but I, I thought so, she, like, legitimately, like, was worthy. So, so some people are actually uh, saying that that was kind of like a nod to that, that she didn't want to prove herself in front of a bunch of guys. <laughs> that is so. a question. I like that they gave her the power there. She she just didn't want to do it. She didn't, yeah. yeah, take that feminist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then immediately right after that scene, we get introduced to the baddie of the film, Ultron. The um, baddie. <laughs> you liking my terminology I, I'm tonight? I'm loving it. So uh, Mr. Bads walks out, and he's basically all junked up using parts from uh, Tony Stark's Sentry program, uh, his little Sentry bots that he created. Uh, first form of Ultron, definitely not how it was in the comic books, but... Got the point across. There's this new AI taking over these robots. Hi, I'm introducing myself. Hey, I'm going to f- send out a bunch of people to fight y'all and then take off. Um, what did y'all think of that introduction? I liked it. It was sufficiently creepy, yeah. It worked. Yeah. Me? My problem with the introduction was we've already seen it with all the teasers and trailers that came out. I felt that that kind of lessened that, that whole moment. Me? I think it sobered them up too quickly. In real life, he wouldn't have sobered up that fast. <laughs> there wasn't enough with uh, Tony realizing that Jarvis was down. They, I mean, that was Jar- an afterthought on that one. I mean, he didn't even, that wasn't a, he wasn't he, even thinking that at that point. He pulls out his little glass iPad thing and tries to, to turn it off. And it, he's like, oh, it's offline. And that's it. That's oh, the, well. only, the only moment. Yeah. Which one yeah. attack is that? Because that's awesome. His little glass. Panel. So Ultron sends out a bunch of robots to start fighting, um, I guess so he can get away. Um, and he gets away with the staff at that point. Uh, later on, so we see the, the basically the first the first breakdown moment of the team where the team starts doubting each other. Um, when they start questioning Tony Stark and Bruce Banner about what they did, and they reveal that, reveal that they've created this thing and that they used the alien tech to do it. Um, from there, we start seeing the introduction 
of the Maximoff twins, in, or not really the introduction, but their introduction to Ultron, when he calls him in there. To the church. Yeah, and that's one of the second Easter eggs that, uh, or one of the, one of the other Easter eggs that's in the film was basically him dressed up as the the Crimson the, Cowl. Crimson Cowl, correct. Yep. So that was kind of a nod to his first appearance in the comic books when he when he wore that outfit and sitting um, and sitting in the throne the way he did. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. That was a pretty awesome scene. Very homage to the comic. Uh, I'm going to take a pause here for a second. I feel like I'm like telling the whole story. Y'all want to jump in? <laughs> Please, please, Daniel, you tell the best stories, Father. Mm-hmm. I've only seen this movie once, and I'm trying to remember it from here on out. Well, you're, you're pretty on point so far, so... Yeah. You are. You are. I mean, the only thing you left out was there's a little bit of rivalry um, between Cap and... Thor. And, uh, or, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. I think we lost Marcus. I think he died. <laughs> BRB on the chat. He, he brb ten minutes ago. He's taking a yeah, shite. Yeah, he had to poo. <laughs> either that, either that, or uh, he's got a date with Palmella. Don't it's judge gross. me. <laughs> Ew! You took Ew, your I know. That's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> <laughs> the beauties of a wireless mic. Don't judge me. <laughs> oh no! Please stop. Whoever's doing that, <laughs> <Gross>. <clears throat> It's Ultron. But anyway. <laughs> All right, time in. So during that introduction scene, Ultron um, reveals his uh, his his plan to the twins, and basically the twins decided to go with him because they have a, a shared hatred of Tony Stark. Because you find out in their past that a missile hit their house and it had Stark Industries logo on it, so they just kind of blame Tony Stark for the whole death of their parents. Yeah, they said they were Tony to kill them. Now I want to kind of back up a little bit about the two twins. We know in the comic books the twins are mutants, or at least they used to be. Yeah, they just um, say that they're, they're not. Yes. Yeah. They just so, like retconned all that. <laughs> well, no, they were created. They they were created by Strucker. So did Strucker create them, or are they inhumans? The, they're the only two that passed his test. So I'm assuming that he created them. He He's doing some kind of trials using the, the scepter, and doing trials on these, like, people, and they're the only two that have, like, survived that far. It, it goes more into it in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when they have, um, when they have them captured and they're, they're talking about doing tests on, um, oh, what's On Deathlock and Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln, there we go. So, does that lessen the characters? Because in the comics, they're born with those powers, they've had their, all their lives to use these powers and stuff, in this movie, they just, are just given powers. I like the depth that it gives them, though. They had so much hate and so much anger in them that they were yeah. the only two that were able to survive those trials. I think that I think that, that gives them more, not less. I, uh, I like the the fact that they were created out of hatred to become... It gives the a lot of motivation to, to do what they do, uh, to join up with Ultra. Yeah. I guess I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll get if to that I later. hear that joke one more time, I'm you're going to what? Cry. What are you going to do? You're going to send Thomas after us? I will. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of fast-forwarding a little bit in the storyline, um, the Avengers basically start taking on Ultron. Um, Ultron goes and hunts down uh, Ulysses' claw and to recover some uh, vibranium from the 
Land of Wakanda. So this was our first tease at uh, Black Panther's uh, homeland. And Black Panther's uh, uh, biggest villain. Oh, correct. So the ripping of the arm, ripping off of the arm, is that supposed to lead up into him getting his little sonic blaster that he gets from the, the comics? I think yep. so, yeah. Most definitely. Okay. So what did you think of Andy Serkis's performance of uh, Claw? I thought it was great. He's put on some mass, dude, like since yes. his Golem day. Did, did, was he the one doing the motion capture for Ultron, by the way? No, it was Spader, Spader did the motion capture yeah, for Spader Ultron. Did. Who? Spader. He actually did it? Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought it might have been like Doug Jones or somebody, but okay. So, I, I'm not too familiar too familiar with Andy Serkis' performance outside of his mocap. Um, but, yeah, as a regular actor without actually having CGI all over him, I thought he was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, dude, I mean, <laughs> King Kong, uh, Prestige, well, yeah, he's, he's an awesome like, actor. No, he means like outside of the mocap stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. King Kong. He was uh, he was also in King Kong. He was the the ship's captain. Oh, was yeah. he? I thought he was yep. just King Kong. No, he was the ship's captain in King Kong, and then he was also in the Prestige. He was the uh, the assistant to uh, Nikolai Tesla. Yeah, oh, he's a, he's yeah. a pretty good he's a pretty good actor outside of the mocap. I was gonna say he also played like you know the pre pre Gollum Smeagol in the. Uh, this is also true. Yeah. This is most definitely true. In the most two towers? Definitely. No, in The Return of the King, actually. In The Return of the King? Yes. Actually? Yes. 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 So, <laughs> Mr. Claw has a uh, has a, uh, a burn tattoo on his... Uh, brand. Brand. Thank you. I was calling it a tattoo. Is it, is it, is it the League of Assassins? Yes, it's the League of Assassins. No, it's a mark of... The devil. Um, mark of a thief from uh, Mr. Wakanda. Correct. Yeah. From Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda? What's up, girl? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, so I'm just going to cut all that out. Um, anyway. Language. From Wakanda. Wakanda. You're almost sounding like Bruce Banner in the movie, Daniel. He's like, what? Wakanda? Wakanda. Chloe? 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 What? What? He's back? Yeah, did you just suck it to us? <laughs> He's like, I'm back, bitches. So. What's in that cup? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> no. Let's go, Daniel. I love your stories. Okay. <laughs> Say that a little slower. So, so, in that scene, we got a couple, uh, during the claw scene, we got a couple uh, teases to future properties of the Marvel Universe. Yes. We, the, the Scarlet Witch basically mind fucks all of them <laughs> and they all go on and kind of go into their little little tantrum stories so tantrums so we see we see steve rogers seeing like a flashback of the 1940s and peggy's there and they're all dancing and happy times peggy. Thor yeah, peggy. starts seeing things with heimdall and 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 uh hi 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 Merdinger. do we think that's right to the rain so, he mentioned the word hell, which people were construed that as H E double L, but in the comics or during the Ragnarok series it was H E L. Which is um, one of the one of the realms, one of the nine realms. Yes. Correct. So <clears throat> yes, I think that was a big big reference into what the Ragnarok movie is going to be about. Yes. The end of all things. And just stopping right there, uh I felt that this movie had more ties to 
Thor, like the upcoming Thor movie. So Avengers, Age of Ultron ends Phase 2. And Ant-Man kicks off Phase 3. And I felt that there was no, unless Ant-Man is nowhere going to be, I mean, obviously we know now that he's going to be in Civil War, uh, Paul Rudd's character anyway. But, yeah, there was, like, no real mention of Ant-Man. I mean, you would think because it's the the following movie after this one. But I felt like Thor was more concentrated. It, the, the film was more concentrated on Thor's events because of the Ragnarok stuff. Anybody get that feeling? I actually felt like Thor was, was missing for, like, a third of the movie. Yeah, he disappeared to go to the waters. Yeah. Go to the hot tub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the hot tub. I, I think what's going to happen, honestly, is um, they're st- they're starting to to do the new um, Agent Carter series. I think they're going to tie Ant Man into that, and he's get he is going to probably be maybe the creator of Ultron. And it's just not going to show it, and it's going to be a dormant program that he sort of created that Banner and Stark toyed with. But I think that they're going to tie it into the new um, Agent Carter that's getting ready to start back up. Because the age, like, I just think that's, that's the way they're going to go with that. Oh, I mean, I could be wrong. Most definitely. Wrong. But I yeah, feel because like Hank that's... Pam is really, really old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Douglas is really, really old. He is. Ancient. He's like 75. Yikes. That's old. Yeah, but he's banging my wife, so. <laughs> Michael so Douglas gets throat cancer. No, but I think I think that's the reason that they didn't do that, because they're they're planning to to lead into it on... Agent Carter, and then I think the Ant-Man itself is going to have some backstory that leads to tying into these movies. But how else, how are they going to tie into that movie? There, there is no way for them to tie into that at this point because, I mean, the character hasn't been created. Well, I think they're using Thor, honestly, to kind of, because he's kind of that mystical, from a different realm, alien-type character, and they're going to use him basically as the launching platform for the Infinity Stones. Because if you remember, when they find out that the that the uh, gem that was inside Lepter's uh, Loki Scepter. Lepter's? Lepter's? (laughs) Kind of Loki and Scepter combined. (laughs) Loki Scepter was was the mind gem. He he made the comment, there was, you know, these things have popped up four times. um, Which I had a problem with that. The Avengers characters only seen three of the gems. They seen the one that was in the Tesseract, the Aether, and the, the, the Scepter. The fourth gem was in Guardians of the Galaxy. So how did Thor know that that gem pop up, popped up? Okay, well, remember... Well, I mean, like, it was, a, no, it was no. kind of a big deal. So. Well, remember, we, we got into this discussion, Slade, about about the the timeline of Guardians of the Galaxy in relation to all these other movies. It's 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 within the same time period. Exactly. So it's just happening in a different realm, and he he knows about it because he watches the realm. I mean, that's what his... his they're in yeah. charge of that, so... So you think him and Heimdall were kind of kicking it back one day, drinking some beers, and Heimdall's oh, yeah. like, hey, guess what? Like, look what I saw. Dude, there's this white dude that's flying around the galaxy that got a hold of this gym, and I think you need to kind of watch out for And he's him. got an awesome mistake. And he's from Earth, so yeah, there's that. He's The dude still listens to cassettes. He's from Midgard. Cute green girl with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he has a pet raccoon, you know. I don't know, okay. I but, but going he's back to that. He's got connections. But, but going back to that scene, um, in, in in the hot tub scene with Thor, um, <laughs> the hot tub. yeah, the professor professor what's his face was carrying a black box. What was in there? It doesn't tell you. It doesn't. 
It's a surprise. It, it, yeah, it was Thor's thong. <laughs> 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 well, he had to have something on. It was his <laughs> rainbow thong. But anyway, uh, any, can you put the thong? any suspicions of what it might be? <laughs> Thor's thong. What the box might yeah. be? What's it's a black box. box. Yeah, what was inside the box? What's in the box? Stuff. I think it was his helmet. Ooh. Oh, my God. You well, know, no, that's too small. See, that's what she said. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Wait, maybe maybe it was a lunchbox. Maybe he just, you know, was hungry. <laughs> What's wrong with a small maybe, box? Maybe it was a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> you it was know. an Asgardian sandwich. That had to be. <laughs> that had to be carried in a big giant toolbox. I'm thinking shrimp. So, I mean, how else was he supposed to think that this water was gonna? Well, okay. So <laughs> another thing about that scene is the, uh, the missing black chick. Yes, the dark-skinned lady. Who? Well, they said she was. Sorry, she wasn't. Who, who? Anything. So the missing dark-skinned lady. <laughs> they said she it was, was just the, uh, It was just part of a dream sequence. She didn't represent anything, so that's why they cut her. <laughs> what? 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 They just they yeah, just they cut did. her because what? they just cut her because she didn't represent. <laughs> what? Anything? Straight out of Asgard. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> no. So, yeah, that was kind of weird, because that was one of those things in the trailer that we were like, okay, who's that chick and why is she in water? And then they were like, no explanation, not even in the movie. Yep. <laughs> it was a Gone. It was a Halle Berry moment from X-Men. One movie she has an accent, the next movie she doesn't. Who cares? What happens to a frog when it's struck by lightning? <laughs> wow. The same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> Damn thing. God, that was the dumbest freaking thing ever. So you're going to have to edit a lot from this episode. <laughs> no, I'm leaving that part in, damn it. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so where were we at? The lunch, Water, lunchbox, lunchbox. Lunchbox. Lunchbox, hot tub scene. Hot tub, Thor's crotch. Speaking of Thor's mm. crotch, did y'all see the trailer for uh, Vacation? <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect to see a cameo by Mjolnir in there. <laughs> <laughs> If y'all haven't seen the, the trailer for Vacation, definitely take a take a watch. Take a take a wolf. Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> take, 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 take a take a view. Take a wolf. Take a, Speaking of previews, Lepter, Helter Skelter, Skelter. All right, where were we? Um, we're back on track. Hot tub. The Wakanda fight. We were around there. Wakanda fight. Hot tub scene. Because then that leads right into the Tony and, and uh, Hulk but, fight. Veronica. Oh yeah, the Hulk cluster. Yeah. Vibranium. Okay. Vibranium. Actually, we're leaving out the Scarlet Witch. Uh, she causes all of that. During that fight, that's when her and her brothers start unleashing their powers on everybody. Unleashing hell. Just to distract them from uh, Ultron getting away with his vibranium. She has so many powers. Yeah, she's pretty powerful. Yeah, I don't... Um, in the comic book, she wiped out all the mutants at one point. Wow. <laughs> yep. She was like, no more mutants. And all of them disappeared. Awesome. Um, so the Hulkbuster. Scene, I was just gonna say. Was I was like, probably that was, like one of the biggest scenes in the that movie. That was the lead up. Yes, that's what we were waiting for. What did y'all think of that scene? I was actually uh, dreading this scene, looking up towards it because I'm not a big fight scene dude. I'm more of like it's got to have meaning. The characters have to be in conflict. I know it's not what anybody else agrees with, but for me, they've got to have a reason to be fighting, and it sold it for me with uh, Tony not wanting to fight. And just trying to save his buddy. It totally go to sleep. Go to sleep. 
Yeah, yeah you you don't you don't think it was Joss Whedon saying Zack Snyder, you Metropolis? Okay, watch this with South Africa. I'll show you. I'll show you a destruction. Destruction, but he had he was trying to save people. Yeah. I think it was kind of like a middle finger to, to Man of Steel. This is like, yeah, we caused all that destruction, but we're going to show the repercussions of it a little bit too. Which and we're going to take responsibility by buying the building. I actually <laughs> love I lo- in that fight. I love the scene where where he. <laughs> Or How much is that? Where, where Hulk uh, Hulk uh, spits out his tooth. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tony's like. Please, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh my bad. Sorry. Is that the only time you hear Tony say "I'm sorry" in all of these movies? Yeah, he's like. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great scene. So he named the suit of armor Veronica, yeah. and that is supposed to be a nod to the comics Betty and Veronica because Hulk's in love with a chick named Betty, and the bad girl name is Veronica, which is the uh, suit of armor that basically beats the crap out of the Hulk. Betty. Betty. <laughs> I like it. So the fight scene, you know, they, they did a tease. Um, I want to say it was on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, where they actually kind of showed a few moments of that fight scene, and I was like, oh, man, don't show the fight because I want to I wanted be able to see the whole thing. But, yeah, the fight was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. And it was really good. Really impressive. I, I was really, really impressed with that scene. Yeah. I liked all the components to it. I like when his arm got broken, and he's like, send me an arm, and they shoot down another arm. I liked it. All of it was awesome. Veronica. Veronica. One of the other people that were affected during that scene was uh, the Black Widow. And during her little flashbacks, we got to see the Red Room where she was was trained, which was kind of a nod at Agent Agent Carter's show. Um, So during the Agent Carter show, we we got to see the, the Red Room where these people were being trained. So that was kind of a cool little nod to that. The graduation Um, ceremony then led into the other part when she was talking with um, Banner about having a life together. Romana. Which happened during a big reveal of the show. During um, during their escape, uh, Hawkeye leads the Avengers team to a house out in the middle of nowhere, which you find out he's married, has two kids, and is a happy... happy uh, He's, he's the perfect Mr. Rogers. He yes. has a normal yeah. life, yeah. So that was kind of a big reveal, or a big tease, because, you know, like, the whole rumor was that Romanoff and him were like lovers. She had the arrow on her neck and all sort of things. Secret lovers. They're just BFFs, man. For life. They're biffs? Biffs. A girl can be just friends with a boy, you know. That is not true. That is so true. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't exist. Doesn't happen in this world. You just don't know it. Yeah, so we meet we meet uh whatever her name is and he's got two Laura. kids and yeah. We meet Mrs. Hawkeye. Yes. Wasn't her name Laura? Yeah, Laura. Uh, Hawkeye uh, no, his wife's name was Eagle Eye. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkeye, one eye. So in the is it the Ultimates comic book events or is it the regular mainline where Romanoff actually kills Hawkeye's wife? It's the ultimate because he didn't have one in the six one six universe. So, so yeah, um, in the comics, Hulk, uh, Romanoff actually ends up killing his wife, and that starts a little feud between the two of them. <laughs> so, well, if I can't also, be happy, nobody can be happy. This also kind of blows out the theory that uh, Hawkeye and Mockingbird will end up hooking up, which I think is actually going to be a good thing because that chick is like super tall, and seeing those two standing next to next to each other would not work. Are you talking about Adrian Pilecki? Yeah. 
She's not super mm. tall, dude. She's like five eight. She's like seven foot nine. She's like five eight. She's yeah. She's like super tall in that show, dude. Yeah, I think they they I think the way they shoot her makes her look taller than she is. Yeah, but she exactly. Looks she's giant on heels. She's on. Yeah, they. She's on they heels. Her from the she's, floor. she's very thin. They shoot her from the floor. But yeah, so we meet a secret family, and he's got you know a bunch of secret stuff, and he's got a Broken secret stash. Yeah, yeah, secret stash. So in this in this secret field of secret stuff, Captain America and Tony Stark start having their little squabble about about their differences. Um, and I, th- I always thought that that scene was a scene from the Civil War. Like, when they showed that scene at Comic-Con... No. I thought that was supposed to be a scene from the Civil War. I didn't know that was supposed to be from the Avengers movie. You're talking about the wood chopping scene. Correct. It's all connected. No. So that was kind of a big surprise for me that that scene was actually in the movie. Because <laughs> I really thought that that was supposed to be from um, Cap's movie. Yeah, it's given us a little foreshadow, a little, little hint of what's, what's on the horizon for these two. From there, uh, Tony Stark is lured into the shed to work on a broken tractor when he is greeted by Mr. One-Eye himself. Who's not uh, dead, surprise! <laughs> what? Spoilers! Oh, my bad. But he was never dead from Winter Soldier events. Spoilers. So that badass mother himself, uh, (laughs) the spy of all spies, uh, makes his debut in the the Avengers movie. Again. His re-debut? His his re-debut with the eye patch. Because remember, at the end of Captain America, he he burned the eye patch. Does he have a secret stock of those somewhere? Yeah, well, you know, they're they're at the secret stash of uh, Hawkeye. There's got to be one laying around. (laughs) <laughs> they even got they even got Hulk's uh, secret stash of purple underwear there. Nice. <laughs> I do like how they always put him in a purple shirt. That is a good one. So they start discussing Ultron's plans and what they're going to do to basically take him on. Um, You're going down. He he goes down. They <laughs> so just kind of wrapping up here. I'm, I'm, I know I'm skipping a bunch of stuff, but I want to try to get this all knocked out. So, they take on Ultron, and they win the day. And Alright, so let's talk a little bit about the characters. No, they we're take talk about Vision. Yeah, they... Okay, yeah. we'll talk about that part. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. What's his face? Dude, we got to talk, talk about how this movie just became the uh, end plot of Superman Returns with a giant island in the sky. And, uh, yeah, Vision saves the so, day. <laughs> Let's talk about the first character. Let's talk about Vision. He's one of the new characters that's in the show. They, he was the one that had got little press during the whole lead up of well, this. So they, they, they tried to keep yeah. they tried to keep it secret. Um, but Marvel, being stupid, they released the big screenshot of him like days before the movie came out, and it just whatever it but, erupted. So Vision, yes. like one of the big standout stuff. movies in the film was how he proved he was a good guy to the Avengers team, yes. which was they were arguing, bickering back and forth, and all of a sudden he hands Thor the hammer. Yes. I think that was probably one of the best scenes in the it movie. Was. Especially, it was. Especially when Thor looked at him handing him his own hammer. <laughs> I guess he's. I guess he's worthy. Yeah, the, the theater I was in just kind of erupted at that scene. I was just like, that was that was like probably the best scene in the movie, hands down. That's a good one. I didn't like the way Vision looked when he came out of his casket. What all nude? Was, yeah, no, no. The the way like the I don't know his his. He was all Terminator like. Yeah. Were you mad that he didn't have pink junk? No, I'm not mad that he didn't have pink junk. <laughs> I'm I'm I just he transformed himself like. Added his cape and his clothing and his makeup all of a sudden it looked way better. 
But did you happen to catch why he got the cape? He kind of took a glance at Thor. Yeah. yeah. Looked at Thor, and then he was like, okay. And then that's like, I can basically that how he based it. Bits, uh, that scene reminded me of, like, like that's what we can expect Martian Manhunter to look like when he morphs. He's like, looks at everybody else and just morphs. 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 How was he morphs. able to do that, though? Because he's the vision. He's the vision. But he's still a robot. No, he's not. Well, I mean, he's also got the mind gem, so there's... He's, there's, al- he's also on a subatomic level, yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. But didn't they also kind of... Like, the doctor, she was a specialized in, like, healing human parts, biology. Yes. So didn't they mesh the metal with biology? Human, yeah, with human... Yeah, uh, yeah because Ultron wanted to become the ult- the ult- the ultimate... Human. Ultimate... The ultimate human being. Ultimate human being. <laughs> yeah, so for the most part, yeah. I, I I was, in my opinion, I was very, very surprised at actually how Vision looked on screen. Um, the color choice of it might have, yeah, I don't know, maybe they, might, they should have probably went with a different color. But Paul, I kind of like the fact that they, they, they stuck pretty true to the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the coloring. I, I didn't, really I think didn't that they like would do him. that original look. I liked his finished look after he, you know, jazzed it up. Jazzed it up. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> did you did you did you guys like the fact that it was Paul Bettany as the vision? Yeah, I did. I, I I thought that was a a welcome appropriate uh, scene. Yeah, I mean the guy has been Jarvis for like 26 films. He's just been a voice, so they finally gave him an acting scene. So I, I thought that was great. Kind of like Mark Ruffalo being in the in the motion capture, so he can actually be in the movie. <laughs> so, but what about Vin the Diesel in the Vision, a- Vince? <laughs> Paul, what is your obsession with Vin Diesel? I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Remember, you were like, dude, I'm- Vin Diesel is Vision. Why would he say that? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember what you're talking. About. Shut up. I don't man. know what you're talking. So. Vision has the mind gem on his forehead. Oh, I hate you. Right there. Love you too. I, I, I have a problem with that because I have a feeling he's going to be one of the characters that gets killed. Well, he has to. No. No, he will not. How, how, how is he going to live without his gem? We already, know who's, go- we already know who's going to get killed in the next movie. Don't. Who? Don't. Don't. Because then I'll get all emotional and... You're going to cry who's gonna get killed and then in the next I'm going to cry. Captain America is going to get God. killed off. Oh, how do you figure Captain America is going to get killed off in the next because movie? Because the Falcon is going to be Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. Uh, I highly doubt that's going to happen. Yeah. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt. I highly. I will. Think... The only reason why I highly doubt that's going to happen is because Chris Evans is signed on for the next two Avengers films. Dude, he's going to be playing like Qui Gon Jinn and like Force Ghost stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what if they all have it wrong? What if Tony Stark gets killed? Oh, thank God he will be killed. Yeah, well, I mean, and he, he wants out anyway. Exactly, but isn't he supposed to be in the next Avengers film too? I thought that's what I thought. I, I thought that's what I think that's when his contract I, expires. I, I think that <laughs> isn't that what the ending of this movie was about. The whole that was the new Avengers. Yeah, he still signed up for Winter Soldier though. Yeah, yeah, he signed up for Winter Soldier, and I thought ca- uh, the, Civil War. Uh, you mean? So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Civil, Civil War, War and, and the Infinity War. Avengers is the last uh, film that he's supposed to be in. Or that his contract states that he's supposed to be in. Then he dies in that one. It's... No, he's not going to die. I'm telling you, it's Captain America that's going to die. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Chris Evans, you know. Eh. They, yeah. gave, they gave him like a fifth or fourth credit this this time around. 
Who? Chris Evans. Well, dude, it's like Robert Downey Jr. is like the highest paid actor on that movie. Sick and tired of him. <laughs> I like his cockiness, so... Yeah. He's he's kind of the reason the franchise is is exploding. no 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 he he I, I, he is he is Iron Man I mean yeah right. that that is the total embodiment of Tony Stark on film yes Robert Downey but Chris Evans is gone I I don't think it's gonna happen it, it is man they're they're not following the comic books very closely so I don't see Captain America getting killed off well speaking of following the, the comics and I like how Vision saved Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah, so, that's going to happen. He saved Scarlet Witch, but it looks like a tender moment between the two, because in the comics... They get together. Those two hook up, and they go, boom, check a wow, wow, and <laughs> it looks like that might be a tease in this movie. That's what I thought. That's what I felt. I liked it. I liked that they did that. I guess the chicken me liked that they did that. Does anybody appreciate the fact that the other twin didn't make it? I kind of love that. I thought that was stupid. Yeah. I thought it was, too. Well, it was a great way wow. to get out since he's in uh, he's in the X Men movies too. Which, by the way, I don't know if anybody realized this, but uh, the two actors that both play Quicksilver were both in Kick Ass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that you couldn't have the relationship between uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch if you didn't get rid of the brother. The brother had to go. He had to go because he would never have let that relationship happen. Okay, Somebody the problem that go. I had with that scene, the problem that I had with that scene is that dude is so quick. And you mean to tell me he's quick enough to save two people behind a burning bush? But he's he can't stand in front of those two guys? Exactly, but he can't yeah. get out of the way for those bullets? I mean, that was just like a cheap way for him to die. Here's, well, is it possible that he was only limped out for this one movie that Fox is like, that the agreement was only for this one movie, that's why they had to kill him off? No. Nah. No. Because isn't that Wanda in X-Men? No, that no. Or, they they confirmed that that little girl was not one. Or is that I think it's going to be Polaris. I was just going to say, is that Polaris? Yeah, I'm thinking so. The most. So here's powerful. my problem with that: the Quicksilver's death scene. Uh, Hawkeye's saving a kid, right? As soon as Quicksilver gets killed, he just drops the kid in his side and goes over to Quicksilver and has him fight. <laughs> he's like, he's so like, dude, kid, don't worry about it. Well, there's an importance, and inhumans come before humans. <laughs> The mutants are better. Although it's not a mutant. Yeah, you can't say that word in the Marvel. Right. No, it's inhuman. I'm Actually, they were called the uh, enhanced. That's right. They did call them the enhanced. You're enhanced. <laughs> All right, so the final, uh, Kevin Feige said that uh, there were going to be no more end credit scenes, that we were only going to get initial credit scene. The stingers. And it is revealed that it is uh, the man pulling the... The, the strings, the master puppet tier is Thanos with dun, dun, the dun. Yes. You know, speak. My problem with that in credit scene. Okay, so at the end of Avengers, we got a tease of what Thanos looked like. It was epic. It was awesome. It was like, wow, you know, this is this is really cool that they're actually they're reaching for that. And this one, he's but like, finally, I've got the power glove. Let me go put it on. We we finally got to see Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, he interacted with some of the characters and stuff. I didn't feel that they needed to show... We know that that's coming, and I know that they're trying to do a build-up, but I, I just felt that that end credit scene was just kind of a waste. It's just like, what? Well, I'm going to have to do this myself. Well, I'm going to go grab a glove and put it on. It had, it had nothing to do with the movie at all. It had nothing to do, exactly. And are we still... Are we Again, are we ever just going to get a, an explanation of why that glove is in his possession when it was clearly in the trophy room? 
There's, well, here's something else. The glove that he put on was a left-handed glove. <laughs> the one in the trophy Shut was up, a right-handed dude. glove. Come Shut here. up. Well, a glove has to have a pair. I know, exactly. So, there's two different gloves, Paul. Accept it and move on. Yeah, but does that mean that there's, like, ten different stones now? Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Laura. It'd be 12, but... Uh, whatever. I mean, come on, let's get technical about it. We're getting technical. There's 12, there's 12 gems. There's the Infinity Stones, and then there's the negative Infinity Stones. No, no, no. There's the Infinity Stones and the Soul Gem. <laughs> soul Caliber. Nice. Power Stones. <laughs> power Stones. <laughs> the Power Coin. So, yeah, that scene was just... I, I, I It was cool. It was, it was awesome to see, but it was just... You know, like Vince said, it just it didn't have really anything to do with the movie. Well, they talked about the stones. I mean, it had a little bit to do with the movie. It was teasing a movie that's coming out, but we've already seen this character it's teasing a movie that's going to be out like in five years. I just yeah, I just I just felt that that that, that character we've already seen him. Let's see something else. Let's see something different. We could have saw Ant Man. We could have exactly. saw him doing We could have saw Spider Man. We could have seen Spider Man. I mean, they could have threw that in as a last minute stinger. For someone who's just seen the Avengers movies and they haven't been watching all of the Marvel movies like Guardians, um, you haven't seen Guardians. Is. No, he's saying he's saying oh. he's saying for one. I was like, you haven't seen Guardians? Get oh my off god! Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if someone hadn't, if they'd only watched the first Avengers and this one, they would have no idea who Thanos is. Actually, so, I had several people ask me, "Hey, who was that guy at the end of the credits?" I was like, "Are you serious?" Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you not been watching these movies? <laughs> Why did I watch this with you? <laughs> Damn it, Mom. Come on, why can't we all be friends? I know who he's referring to. No, okay, okay, no, yeah. So there was the the one scene where where Tony Stark walks in, and then there's that the giant alien worm thing hanging from the ceiling. From the first Avengers. Right, and uh, it, it, it like I immediately thought of the uh, that the dinosaur transformer. Me too. I, really the, I leaned TV. over. Grimlock. I leaned over, and I was like. <laughs> So we've got four stones and we've got two to go. What movies are they going to be in? Guardians 2. Guardians and Thor. That's you it? think Hulk's going to show up in Guardians 2? No. Oh, yeah, hello. Uh, the, yeah, Thor's, uh, Thor's departure in the, in, the, in the movie. Why does he turn it off and where does he go? Why does he turn off the, the HUD? What do you mean Hulk? Hulk's yes. departure. Yeah. He was turning gray. It might be. I think so. He was turning blue. <laughs> or he just didn't want to watch her watch him. Definitely. Watching her? Right. Watching him? We're looking at yeah. a possibility of Planet Hulk? It's like pounding it's, off. I think so. Possible. He did make reference that there was no place on Earth yeah. that he can go. That's why I think he might be in the next Guardians film. That'd be awesome. Do you think that would be kind of a cheap way of just kind of throwing that character around? Cliche, just, yes. Just kind of throwing him on another team out in space. Yeah, because he's never going to get his own solo movie again. Exactly. He's not going to get his own solo movie. What if he's he's uh, an antagonist to the team where he just makes a cameo in the movie? I could deal with a cameo. I just I couldn't deal with him being on the film with them. He's not a you know, team player. Are... I don't think he would join the team. 
He's a solo guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, he just took off all on his blood. Now, Paul, I think one of the reasons why he's not going to get a solo film anytime soon is because his his rights are still tied up with Universal. So what? Or what does that mean? <clears throat> so he still he still own, is owned by Universal. So they probably have some sort of deal, just like Sony does, where they're letting them use them for these these uh, these group pictures, but probably not for a solo film. But that's what I'm saying. So why wouldn't why he get a solo film? Because he's owned by Universal. So Universal, if I don't know what the contract says. I'm just kind of no, making no, no, no. I understand here. what you're saying. I'm saying so. Okay, well then that's fine. So why wouldn't he be able to do his own solo film if Universal still has his nuts? Well, because Universal wasn't Universal the one that put out the last Hulk film. Yeah. Yes, actually, both Hulk. Uh, you know, even the Angley ones too. Angley ones. Angley one. Why are they going to so make if, another one? They wouldn't do that. That's. It probably has something to do with maybe the profit sharing. They probably have something in the contract that says, "Hey, if we make another solo movie, we get X amount of money." And Marvel's like, "We'll just keep making Avenger films." And I mean, that's that's the only thing I could think of. Is that's the reason why they wouldn't make another movie? The only other thing is his movies don't bring in the numbers that some of the other characters do. That's a damn shame. Financially, that was probably the weakest film of all of them so far. No, actually, uh, believe it or not, it was actually Captain America. The the first Avenger was the the, the weakest one. (laughs) It was. It was the weakest performing one of the solo ones. Crazy. I know somebody's looking it up. Go ahead. I hear it. I'm the movie guy. Hello. Typey, typey. I trust you. I don't. We we can't trust Paul. (laughs) You'll learn that quick. Just kidding. No, you're not. Oh, jeez. I'm not. Laura? <laughs> so. Bacon and toast. <laughs> Anything else y'all want to talk about in the film? Any Easter eggs that you may have saw? How about the uh, the new assembly? Yes. At the end. The West Coast Avengers, son. Oh. <laughs> West Coast, what? Represent. Dude, I peeked out when I saw them. The biggest tease was the end line with, with Cap. I literally yelled out, God, Avengers up! I, I literally yelled out, God damn it, when he didn't finish it. I was like, you son of a bitch, Joss. Well, fin- finish it for us, Vince. Finish it for our listeners. Avengers. Assemble! <laughs> finish it off. Finish it off with your mouth. Uh, <laughs> hey, Paul? Yeah. Hulk made the least money. It made. $134 million. Captain America the First Avenger made $176 million. Wait a minute, are you on Wikipedia? I'm on Box Office Mojo. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, trust Wikipedia, man. I, I figured the that. first Thor movie made less. Thor actually was number nine. Oh. Thor 2 was number eight. Yikes. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Shut up, Slade. I don't know why. I thought the Thor movies were great. Me. Captain America the Winter Soldier was number six. Me. Iron Man 2 was number five. Iron Man was number four. Guardians of the Galaxy was number three. Iron Man 3 was number two. Oh, my God. That piece of shit. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. And Marvel's The Avengers was number one. So Until now. My friend explained something to me, and it totally makes sense. The end scene in Iron Man 3, what is... Uh, I Banner don't remember and, what it is. Banner and Hulk. Or Banner and Hulk. Banner and uh, uh, Stark. What What is Stark just finished doing? Telling his, his life story. Exactly. The movie is from Tony Stark's perspective, so everything is completely over-exaggerated. <laughs> Think of it like that, and it totally makes more sense. I need to watch it again. I don't. <laughs> that movie was garbage. It wasn't a bad film. There were, there were it, it was, oh, shut up, Daniel. That movie was garbage. <laughs> it was not a bad film. It wasn't. Now that now that I like look at it from Tony Stark's perspective, it was not that bad of a movie. 
with the exception of the stupid way it ended with Pepper coming in and like ripping the guy up. I mean, what was bad about it, Paul? What was garbage about it? That it was the second it, that he didn't have more than three words, and you know he had hair on his chest. No, that he. That it was the second. It was the second Iron Man movie where they combined two villains as one. Like I, I, I don't, I don't understand why they were right. doing. I mean, the, the the first, you know, in Iron Man two when they were combining Crimson Dynamo and Whiplash. Okay, fine. But then going into this movie, they were combining oh, Mandarin and Dynamo was Whiplash's father. Well, whatever, dude. And then going into this one, they were combining the Mandarin and whatever his name was, Edward Nigma, you know, together. <laughs> You're just so that's what made a garbage better than the Dark Knight. Garbage. It was not. And Batman. So, it was better than Dark Knight Returns or was it Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, that thing. The the soap <laughs> opera and the musical. No, that comes out next year with Batman versus Superman. My parents are dead. Oh, that movie's gonna be all dark, man. Did you get to the preview for that, by the way? That movie's gonna be epic. No, it's oh, not. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge Batman fan. So, oh, man, look at that. Look at that. That yeah, cult will never die. Yeah, it's gonna at? be horrible. Actually, I do like Affleck as Batman. That's the only thing I for like about that. all you Bat that. fans out there, we have Arrow, so... <laughs> Can we all... Jesse Eisenberg's gonna play Lex Luthor, right? Yes. Can we yes. just call him Jesse Luxenberg right now? <laughs> Jesse Lexi. Yeah, we call we call Loki Lentor or whatever Daniel called him. <laughs> the Lepter. Lepter. <laughs> the illegal Lepter. All right, guys. Any final thoughts on the on Avengers: Age of Ultron? I loved it. I can't wait for. I mean, I love everything Marvel puts out. So Hulk all the way. Hulk was awesome for sure. Definitely. Vision of man. Vision for the win. Vision for the win. All right, well, that wraps up this episode of Temple of Geek Toddcast. I want to thank Marcus, Laura, Vincent, David, Paul. Oh, hey, welcome, David. Oh, thanks. Welcome! Welcome! Two hours. Well, thank y'all for joining us tonight on this discussion. Stay tuned to thetempleofgeek.com for the next all-new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com, your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.